say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And I am back with a brand new episode. On this episode, I'll be talking to Sasha the Diva. I think she's just so incredible, and I'm so excited to talk to her. Let's go ahead and get started. Hi, how are you? I'm good, sweetie pie. How are you? I'm doing good. How's your day been so far? Amazing, girl. I've been up since 5.30 this morning. <laughs> So I want to first say thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to me. I know you're very, very busy, so I do really, really appreciate it. No problem, beautiful. So I want to first get, get started and ask you, you know, what made you want to enter the career field that you have chosen? I always say that everybody has their own gift, and I feel like God gave me my gift to run my mouth. And mm-hmm. um, very young I was three years old, and I would go into the bathroom uh, with utensils, climb up on the sink, and look in the mirror, and I was mimicking Barbara Walters back then. Back, back then, we didn't have anybody black that was doing news and that kind of stuff that I could watch. So very mm-hmm. young, this was something that I was wanting to do. I've always wanted to do radio and television, so that's why I said that that was my gift, and God gave me the gift mm-hmm. to chit-chat. Now, did you ever imagine that you would make this, you know, such an amazing impact to people, you know, not just, like, locally, but, like, nationwide? Did you ever imagine, like, you know, you'll make this impact just by doing what you love to do? <laughs> yes, because <laughs> I knew my path. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I did not mind working and hustling. Nothing Mm -hmm. was too good for me to do. And absolutely, I knew that I would be here 
And even here, I'm not even to where I want to be yet. It's still some mm-hmm. other things that I want to accomplish. Now, why do you think that there's, you know, so many people out there who are afraid to take that leap of faith and go after their dreams? Why are they afraid to go after their dreams? Because they have doubt. Um, they don't know how to get there. Um, they're not willing to do what is necessary to build themselves. Everybody wants it now. They want mm-hmm. the money now. But when you look at legends like a Tom Joyner, um, who didn't start as a syndicator, you know, I started as an intern. I was making no money and was so grateful to be inside of a radio station around people that, that were doing it. When someone mm-hmm. asked me to, to go get a cup of coffee, I was saying, how many cream, how many sugars? I was typing letters. I was copying at the copier machine. I was out on the promotions department um, on events at 100-degree weather in cartoon character suits underneath sweating like crazy. Um, I didn't care because the people who were on the microphone, who I admired, I knew I was going to be that same person, but mm-hmm. I needed to learn the business. So I learned everything about radio, the engineering department, pro- production, promotions, marketing, sales department. I, I knew everything. And today, today, a lot of people are not willing to do that because you want it now and you're not willing to work for it. Mm-hmm. And also, um, there's been so many people um, who are inspired by you, who look up to you. Uh, I want to ask you, now, who are the people who have inspired you to become the person that you are today? Well, first I have to give the love to my mom and dad. My dad has passed on. Um, You know, my dad didn't want me to do this. My father wanted me to be an attorney and go on to be a judge. And when I left, and I'm making $6 an hour, living in an efficiency, sleeping on the floor, eating tuna fish and crackers and Kool-Aid every day, he was like, what the hell is she doing? Um, I was also a teenage mom, so my parents took my son and raised my son so I would be able to um, get my education and go after my, after my career. So my parents was a huge influence on my life and the steps that I was able to take because of their support and their support emotionally for me. So admiring people, yeah, it's celebrities out there. Like I love me some Oprah, okay? She is <laughs> the cream, cream of the crop for me. But it's my mother, it's my mother and my father. Oh, wow. And also, um, I want to ask you as well, why do you feel like, um, well, not feel, why do you believe that people um, enjoy listening to you on the radio and feel that instant connection with I feel like you're someone who people automatically, like, listen to, no matter what you have that touch on people. Um, 
and I think that's super amazing. But why why do you think that? Because you have that voice, you have that personality, that, that everything for people literally is like so drawn to you, and it's like wow. I think it's because I say what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. I have no filter. I just say it. That's what it is. I am 100% real. I don't pretend. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad said never um, always speak your truth and always say what you feel so you're never misunderstood. So because I am that way, you can never come back and say, well, I think, Sasha, it ain't no think because this is what it is. I'm just mm-hmm. going to say it. And I think people um, appreciate that. I, I let people know that I, I don't have a perfect life. Absolutely not. Yeah, I mean, long time ago, mm-hmm, I was on welfare. Yep, at one point in time, yep. It, was, it wasn't called an EBT card. I had to get food stamps. I had to get medical assistance. It wasn't a choice. I had to get it, okay? It wasn't on there long, you know what I'm saying? I have mm-hmm. had challenges in my life, relationship challenges where a dude wanted to beat me up. Okay. So by them knowing I'm just like them and I experience the same thing from relationships to stuff with our kids to I had a weight loss um uh, weight loss challenge uh, issues that I had to deal with, health chip challenges that I had to deal with. When my dad died, I was in a huge depression, um, was in a very dark space, and I shared that with my listeners so they knew exactly what was going on with me. And I think people be like, well, damn, because, see, you see the surface, all her hair, because mm-hmm. she be wearing them nice clothes, driving a cute car, she living fabulously. Yeah, chickadee-poo, yeah, I'm doing all that. But when I go home and get in the bed, sometimes I'm crying like a baby, too. Mm-hmm. Or I'm on my knees praying to God to help me because I got something going on in my life and I need his help. I'm just like everybody mm-hmm. else. Mhm. Um. What do you love most about what you do? The people. It's the people. people yeah. Mm-hmm. To this day, to this day, when someone asks me for an autograph, I'm still like, oh my god. <laughs> and and I stop. To this day, when someone wants to take a picture, um, someone sends an email. I'm I'm so humble that you still love me so much that you want you want that from me. And people have the option to listen and watch anybody in this world. But you choose to get down with Sasha the Diva. So I get this all the time. Tasha, come on, we gotta go, girl. You were running behind. Come on, go. I'd be like, oh wait, wait, wait. They want to take a picture, and all the pictures are going fast, and we take a quick picture, and I'm running, and and I hug everybody, um, I kiss up on everybody. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, don't be mad, but I gotta go. They're gonna kill me. I'm gonna miss the plane. Um, but I don't want anyone to ever feel like. Um, they can't have a piece of me because they can. And then if I can't 
I, I, I'm, I'm trying to explain why. So that could be their first encounter with me, and they didn't get what they wanted. So I'm just humble. I'm very, very humble to the people. The more I can touch and hug and kiss, the more excited I am. It's them. And, and, and I'm happy when you agree with me. And I'm happy when you disagree with me, too. You're going to be mad at me sometimes. I can take the good and the bad. So it's the people. Mm-hmm. Aww. And I also <laughs> want to talk about your super awesome paint sit socialize um, business that you have. I want to know, um, what made you decide to create this awesome business? Well, that's not the only business that I have. Um, I am into real estate. I own several homes. I'm partnered with someone in a restaurant, uh, nightclub, and the paint sip. So I've been a business owner, and uh, that's been my path for a long time. Dad said always have uh, different streams of income, so I learned mm-hmm. very early. When I went to a paint sip with my husband, with some friends, and I was sitting there, and I said, oh, my God, this is so nice. <laughs> I said, okay. <laughs> and then I was looking at the diversity of people in there. Then I was saying, wow, kids could do this, elderly could do this, the church folks could do this. So when we leave, I go, honey, I want one. I want to do one of these. He said, hold tight. So my husband quickly, you know, he does research. And then, and that was in, I think we went into that in October, uh, we were open March 1st, the following year. Oh, wow. It happened that fast. Yep. Um, in my uh-huh. mind, I know what it is that I want. My husband, he takes care of getting the information, the numbers, does it make sense, and then we just do it. And we are mm-hmm. not going to do anything without doing homework to make sure it's going to be successful. We have the money to do the marketing behind it. Um, customer service is really important to us, opening on time, giving the best service, um, responding to emails, responding to phone calls. is all about the customer and their experience. So I take that to heart with all of my businesses. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to also ask you, so you, um, of course, you know, you have a lot of businesses going on, um, which are very, very uh, awesome and doing super well. I want to ask you, now, what do you think are some qualities that one should have to become a successful businesswoman like yourself? Know your business. So (laughs) anything that I have, I know how to run it from beginning to end. So with my salons or even with the paint sip. I I know every vendor that I have. If we need to order something, I know how to go online and order the brushes. I know the size brushes that we have. I know the plumber that comes and fixes the plumbing when we have an issue. If the toilet needs to be cleaned, I know where the toilet brush is with the cleaning Mm -hmm. stuff to clean the toilet. I know how to run the register. I know everything from my business from the beginning to end. So if somebody decides they want to walk out, quit on me, whatever the circumstances are, myself and my husband can step right in and take over. Know your business. My hair salons, when I started doing the wigs and lace fronts, 
I'm not no hairstylist, far from it. But I learn, I learn how they were made. I learn how to put them on. I know how to cut them. I know the materials that are used, how to protect the scalp. I I can put on my own lace front on my head. People don't mm-hmm. be like, oh, you did that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> know your business. Know your business. And I watch the money. I know every little thing. If we are a penny short, where's my penny? See, right. a penny can end up being thousands of dollars. So you have to pay attention to your money. I pay attention to all my money coming in and going out. Mm-hmm. How do you balance out everything, you know, from being this amazing and wonderful businesswoman, wife, mother? How do you, like, in many, many roles that you have as well, how do you balance out everything? It's called a calendar. I use a calendar. I put everything on my calendar to going to get my nails done, to go to the spa, to travel, to, hey, don't book me for anything because it's date night. I use my calendar. I have a great assistant. Her name is Kiara. My crew at the radio stations for our studios It's really my calendar. I, I use it for everything. I don't book anything unless I look or Kiara is looking. And just giving me some, some room. Sometimes you just got to give yourself some space to do nothing. Put my flip-flops and jeans on, eat, and watch me some lifetime. I, you have to be able to do that. I pop up at my businesses oftentimes and just surprise my listeners and stuff. So my life is organized through that calendar. Mm-hmm. I always say organization is key. Definitely, definitely key. And a calendar, which I could probably use more of. <laughs> um, <laughs> <but yeah. laughs> And I also want to ask you, um, how can people register for your boot camp, your radio boot camp, and what can people expect from it? So with the boot camp, um, it's Mike's Camera Action, and I will be having more. What I started finding out was when I started getting interns and they're graduating, get ready to graduate from college, and now they they would come to me. They're in my studio, and I'm like, um, okay, so you want to do what? That was the first thing. They couldn't even answer the question. So the kids, I would, I would ask simple questions, and they couldn't answer the questions. And I said, okay, what are your um, teachers telling you? Then I was finding out the teachers all the teachers at all the universities that had never done radio before. They they have no clue what to do, what you're teaching these kids. Mm-hmm. And I said, Wow, okay, I need to teach some I need to teach some kids. And they need hands on hands training on how to get into the business. Number one, you don't have to go to college. That's number one, okay? Uh, Mm -hmm. Number two, you do have to start at ground level and work. If you can't work in a major market, if you're trying to be an on-air talent, it just doesn't work like that. Um, They didn't know what an air trek was. They didn't know what a program director um, did. They didn't even know how a radio station 
function. They didn't know the mm-hmm. role of what a salesperson does. They didn't know that um, they didn't understand the engineering part of it and all, what does that all mean for radio. I was mm-hmm. really blown away. And I had interns that started with me, and they would spend the summer. By the time they finished, I had every time they would burst out into tears and just be like, oh, my God, what I spent and did for four years, I learned in a whole summer from you. And they, would, they just yeah. couldn't believe it. Have you heard of Mo Quick on, uh, with Young Jock and Mo? Yes. That's my intern. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. She did exactly what I said. And this is, I had a three-strike policy, too, with interns. You don't know nothing. You trying to learn. If you think you know more than me, then you need to roll, okay? Three strikes and your (laughs) ass is out of here. Mo was so aggressive with me. I was like, look, girl, I can't take an intern right now. I'm too busy. I really can't take the time. She kept pressing, pressing, so I took her. Mo did what I said from the beginning until this day. She calls me. She asks me questions. She needs my advice. I helped her get her first job. I helped negotiate her uh, going over to that station. She's gotten into some situations prior. That's my intern. And look at where she's at now. And she did not start in Atlanta. She had to leave. I said, Mo, you're going to have to leave Atlanta. You've got to go. And she did. I forgot the market she went to. And she called me. She said, okay, i got to find a place. I said, you find yourself an efficiency apartment. You go to Goodwill and you find some furniture. You need a fork, knife, and a spoon, okay, and a glass. Get yourself some blankets and pillows and do what you got to do. You have no kids. Let's go. Learn radio, okay? You take what you learn from me and let's go. And that's exactly what she did. And look at her now. Oh, wow. That is amazing. I didn't, I didn't know that was your intern. That is mm-hmm. so amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I also want to um, ask you now, You've done tons of interviews. You've met all tons of people. Um, is there like a memorable moment throughout your career that you know that always stands out to you that you never ever forget? Or interview? I'm gonna give you two. Okay. One will be Mariah Carey because when Mariah Carey came, it was so much going on in her life and she was like on this emotional roller coaster ride. The PR person says, Sasha. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I only got 10 minutes because she wanted to roll. So I said, okay, fine. Mariah Carey ended up staying with me for two hours. She didn't want to leave. She said she was so comfortable and she felt like she could trust me. And we sat in there and talked for two hours. She's so beautiful in person, so little. We just loved up on each other. The second that I will never, ever forget in my life, um, I had just got my first major market job. It was my first day on radio in major market. My program director comes in the studio to tell me Quincy Jones is on his way. And I was like, who, Quincy Jones? <laughs> like, Quincy Jones going to be in the studio with me? They was like, yes, and TV is on their way. They're going to film him in studio with you, and he's bringing Tamia. I was like, oh, God. Like, oh, God. And I was like, oh, God. I had a live DJ in there. I thought I was going to pee-pee on myself, okay? <laughs> the, the crews come in. All these people are in the studio. I see Quincy coming in. I'm just like, I cannot believe this. He's sitting in front of me. She's sitting in front of me. My program, I mean, all these cameras. My program director was in my ear, saying stuff. I had to turn around and say, stop it. I was face-to-face. There were so many people. They didn't know what was going on. I just said, I said, stop it. I said, I got it. Right then, I knew I had to take control over that room because it was so much going on. Everybody was in my ear, and I had to shut it down. I said, back up. I got it. He stepped back. Mm -hmm. I turned back around and got on that board and opened that microphone and did that interview. When they walked out, Mr. Quincy Jones called back to the general manager and said, do me a favor. Give a message to Sasha. You tell Sasha the diva that is probably one of the best interviews I've ever done. I was so excited and happy. Those are the two Aww. moments that I remember. That is awesome. And yeah, it I also is. want to know, um, of course, you know, at some point, at some point in our life, we may get told no. Can you recall, like, a time where you've been told no but overcame that no? I was told no a couple of times, and I fought it because I believed in it. Um, You have a lot of creative control, but you don't own the radio station. So you fight for what you believe in. And one time, even though they told me, no, I still did it. And I would have dealt with the consequences. I said, I'm just going to deal with the consequences. My TV and I, he did not want me to go live um, on the Coretta Scott King funeral. 
And I was like, what? What do you mean? I said, she's an icon, her husband, and, you know, just what they've done for our community. What do you mean? I said, I need to place some of that service on air. He told me, don't do it, da, da, da. I said, uh-huh. I, I, and I made the judgment call. I did it. I just did it. I got pulled. I got pulled into the office and got my hands slapped. But the um, the vice president of the radio station said that was a good call. Hey, if you believe in something, you take a chance. That chance right there could have got me fired per my contract. Mm-hmm. They could have got me fired. I took the chance. Oh wow! I just took the oh, chance. Wow. Yep. As soon as I got off air, I was um, summoned to come into the GM's office with HR because he told me don't do it. But I was okay. I walked down the hall with my head up. I wasn't scared. I sat right down and explained and said, okay, well, what do we want to do? It was like nothing. It was a good call. Okay, thank you. Got to (laughs) go. And I was (laughs) out. Oh, wow. Also, what advice can you give to someone who may be scared of the word no and they're trying to chase their dreams, whether it's in radio or television or you know, whatever the case may be? <laughs> what advice well, can be you yourself. give? Well, be yourself. Yes. Be yourself. Know the industry. Know that you can't start at the top. Be willing to do anything necessary to get there, not in a bad way, though. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Uh, sometimes you got to move out of your comfort zone. I mean, I had to move around. I had to leave and go to a very small town, Milford, Delaware. Who knew that I would be living in Milford, Delaware with no black people doing a pop radio station overnight where people thought I was white? When I went out, they were like, oh, she's black. So you had to. I had to come out of my comfort zone and move away. So if this is what you want to do, you will take the steps necessary to get there. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. Get out your comfort zone and get around people who know more than you. People in my own circle right now, um, they're, they're higher level than I am. There are people I can talk to about things that I want to do, um, some of the challenges that I'm having. Financially, they're 10 times higher than where I am because I'm trying to be where they are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, You've you got to surround yourself with people like that. Everybody can't be your mentor. Your friends are not your mentor. Your friends don't know shit. Okay? They're trying to mm-hmm. do the same thing that you're trying to do. So why are you listening to them when you know you should be listening to somebody else, and then when they give you the knowledge and the roadmap to do it and you decide not to listen because you think you know, okay, well, when I look up 10 years, you're you're the one over there working in Walmart. Mm -hmm. Because that happened to some of my interns too. Mm -hmm. They They did not want to listen. You have to listen. Get with people who are in the industry specifically with what you want to do. Intern. And when you intern, don't think you're going to necessarily intern doing exactly what it is you want to do. Get that out your head. Listen, listen, listen. 
and ask questions. Okay, listen. Wow. I'm so glad I listened. And um, for me, you know, Mo and some other young women who have been in, been under me, I never had a woman who wanted to help me ever. It was always guys. Um, so when I had aggressive women who listened and was going to do as I said to try to help them, oh, I gave them all of me. But they listen and look at where they are now. You know what I mean? And when you mm-hmm. don't listen, I'm not interested. I'm giving you so much of me and my time that you don't even appreciate it. Because, see, when someone was in a consultation with Sasha one-on-one for two hours, that's an easy $3,000. I'm giving it to you for free because I said, okay. So mm-hmm. it's value to all of this. You, you know what I'm saying? When I pick up mm-hmm. the phone and call a Tom Joyner because I need advice or a Monica Pearson or anybody in the industry that I'm connected to, you have to listen to when I call for advice, I need to listen to what they're telling me. You, you see what I'm saying? They're where I want it, want it to be. So how am I going to call Oprah? I ask her for her advice, but then I don't listen to her. Right. Right. <laughs> That's it, That's it. <laughs> wow. And also, um, you're such an amazing speaker. Um, and some people, you know, may need help at speaking. I'm not the best at speaking either. Um, but you're such an amazing speaker. You, I love the way you speak. Um, I want to ask you, now, what are some tips for speaking, and, and how did you ever get out of that, um, you know, uncomfortable feeling, if you were ever in that feeling, to, like, you know, get up in front of an audience, audience and speak? Like, how did you, you know, get into that comfortable zone to get up and speak? Any tips you have or... I've never, I've, I've never been nervous except for one time in my life, and that one time was when I met Coretta Scott King backstage with the Tom Joyner Sky Show, and when I met her, I felt the presence of Dr. Martin Luther King, and I was really just overwhelmed with standing there with her. Um, I wasn't nervous, but it was just like, oh my God, I, I mean, I'm with Coretta Scott King. And and Bernice King was with her. Um, that was my whew moment. Never other. I've never been nervous. When I get on the stage, the more people, child, the more excited that I am, honey. Um, <laughs> I know how to take that microphone. I know how to demand your attention. I know what to say. I know when to not what not to say. I know when to go. I know when to pull out. It's just. It's just part of who I am. Um, So it's hard to teach that. I would say read out loud. Read out loud in front of a mirror. Record yourself and listen. Get with a coach. Get with a coach Mm -hmm. that can coach you through this because it's not easy. I mean, I coach now executives on speaking in front of people. Because they're scared to death, they get, and they're they're fumbling papers. They're uh yeah, panting. So it's a confidence, and and even you could be nervous, but when you walk out on that stage, you got to show that you are in control, even though you might not be in control. Eye mm-hmm. contact. I, I show you how not to look at the person. Where to look. 
how to um, move your body around and work the stage, how to come off the stage. Um, the Q&As are really important. Um, knowing how to have fun with the audience, but it has to be natural. Um, mm-hmm. People can feel that energy from you, too. As soon as I step on a stage, the first word, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I have, do you know I fell out on the stage? I fell onto a stage. They had the uh-huh. curtains closed at the Fox. They couldn't open the curtains because the set was from behind, so I had to come through the curtain to open the show. My foot got tangled up into the cord, and I fell through the curtain. Boom. 6,000 people, and I'm on the microphone. And I said, God damn. No, I did not just fall out on this stage. I said, go ahead, y'all get y'all gig along. But right now I'm looking for four fine-ass men to come pick me up. And I was dressed high, sexy as hell. We got four guys come up on that stage. They got me on. I said, now, wait a minute. Dust my legs off because my knees got ash now. Dust, get, dust me off. I said, okay, let me fix my clothes. I looked to each dude. I said, how I look? I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, because I got a wig on. Hold on. Is my wig right? Okay, hold on. I asked, is my lashes still on? When I finished, I said, okay, so uh, how I look, y'all? Make some noise if I'm looking fine tonight. They went bananas. <laughs> I didn't give a look. I fell. Let's keep it moving and have some fun with it. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I ended up taking off my high heel shoes. I said, let me tell y'all what time. I'm getting ready to take off these goddamn high heel shoes because I got to <laughs> go back to this store and I damn if I'm going to fall again. And this time y'all see my underwear. Um, and people were just laughing, and I laughed at myself. I kept going. Uh, <laughs> and um, Miss Sasha, which okay, I want to ask you as well. Um, do you prefer Sasha or of course Sasha the diva? Do you oh, have Sasha the, the diva? Oh, Sasha the diva. I own it. It's trademarked, yeah. and some checks are written to Sasha the diva. Okay. My father well, sure. gave me that name. My father gave me that name when I was four. Mhm. That's where the name comes from. My mm-hmm. dad. Yes. I heard that in one of your interviews that I have watched on YouTube, and it was so funny because, like, prior to me watching that interview, I was like, I wonder what was the meaning behind her name. And as soon as I watched the interview, you explained it, and I was like, Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Sasha, his little diva, Sasha the diva. Yeah. And the diva <laughs> is um, a woman who is educated, a woman who doesn't mind hustling and grinding, a woman who is a spiritual woman. She's business. She knows how to multitask with her family and taking care of business. She's a sensitive person. She's strong. She's not going to be walked over. A diva is not someone, I need you to take care of me and pamper me. I know how to do that for myself. That's what a diva is. I'm about my business. Mm-hmm. That's Sasha's mm-hmm. diva. I like that. I really do like that. And mm-hmm. um, I want to ask you, too. So will you or can we be expecting another 
book in the future because I know you you put out Blended but Not Broken, which did a super super amazing, um, and people can still purchase it. It's so so awesome. Do you think in the future you'll write like another book or anytime soon? Just curious. Just, just curious. Yes, I would like to. Um, I'm talking to publishing companies now about that. Um, the Blended but Broken in our families. It's so sad that so many of our families are breaking up and who suffers are our children. But I also want to talk to single women about men and how to keep your man and relationships. And it's okay to be a strong woman, but at the same time, you have to know how to be a submissive woman. And that doesn't mean that the guy is telling you what to do. That's not what it means. You know, we always want to pick and choose what we want to follow in the Bible. So I am a married woman to my husband, Kevin. My husband runs our household, okay? I am his wife. Mm-hmm. I cook for my husband, clean for my husband, whatever my husband needs, I got him. And the same mm-hmm. thing for me. My husband cooks for me. He cleans. He keeps the cars. He's about our businesses. He ain't telling me what to do. We are partners. But I'm his mm-hmm. wife. I'm his wife first. And I watched that with my parents who were married 46 years before my dad passed away. And my dad always said, you have a very strong personality, Sasha, but if you want to be in a relationship, you can't be the man and the woman. You can't do both. And if you want a good man, you're going to have to bring, bring that down. You're going to have to bring that down because your personality is very intimidated, and a lot of dudes are not going to be able to deal with that. And he was right. I had to learn how to bring that down. So my marriage works. (laughs) That's what I want to talk about with the next book. I think that would be really awesome. That would be so awesome, yeah. And then last but not least, um, can you please you know, kind of tell myself and our listeners anything else you may just want to add um, to this interview and also all of your social media handles? <laughs> so I always say just go to SashaTheDiva.com, and then there you'll see all the social medias. Um, anything that I want to say, I just want to say that um, life is short. Live your life to the fullest. Um, Don't let anyone tell you that you can't do something. Have a backup plan. Have multiple streams of income and make it happen. Make it happen, period. And a lot of things, a lot of people don't know this about me. I'm in this entertainment world, which can be very wicked. If you get in my car right now, if you pull up on my phone on Pandora, you hear gospel music. On my way to work, I listen to my friend, Dr. McKirkland, every morning. When I get in the studio right before I go on, I'm listening to something gospel. When I get back in my car, I have been in so many situations where the world tried to pull me in and pull me in a very bad place. And I look to him for everything. I'm not perfect, don't get me wrong, but my base is him. And I pray every morning, I lay there and just say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for waking me up. Whatever comes today, 
I'm here, and I just got to take it and keep moving. When I go to bed at night, if I don't wake up tomorrow, thank you for this day, and I'll see you in heaven. My base is him. And life is tough, and God will humble you, which he has humbled me to show me it wasn't about me, and he gave me all of this. I'll never not put him first in my life. Mm-hmm. And then I also want to just mention to you, because, um, I, again, I know you are, like, super, super busy. So, again, just thank you again for taking the time out to talk to me. I think you are, like, absolutely amazing. And so, sweetie. so, so talented and so beautiful. I said I have to tell her I think she is so beautiful. Thank you, <laughs> baby. so talented. You are welcome, and you have an amazing assistant here. It's very, very awesome. So I will. Yeah, I, will she's I want to let she's you know she's very, very amazing. Yeah. It was a pleasure talking to you, and thank you so much. My pleasure, Boo Boo, and and we can need you for anything. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Bye, servant sweetie. Have a good Super Bowl. You too. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And for those who have tuned in. Thank you so much. I hope you all enjoyed this episode with Sasha the Diva. You guys, be sure to look up for another brand new episode coming soon. And as always, please be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Miss Pashanta. credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.